What's up, guys? It's Miki. Welcome back to Blink Canvas. And this week, we're talking about what to do when your soul is tired. But before we get all into that, I just want to stop and thank God for letting us make it to May. How quickly, how quickly is 2022 going by? But I just feel like all the years are going by at this speed at this point. I just want to say thank you, God, that I'm still alive. Well, this is being pre-recorded, so hopefully by the time this drops, I'm still alive. But nevertheless, it'll drop. And I guess whatever I say in this episode is meant to be out there. So I'm just going to speak as if I am. I want to thank God that I'm still alive and still have purpose to live out and that I've been able to be as consistent as I possibly can be so far with these episodes and that I have definitely enjoyed watching the organic growth that has happened with Blank Canvas. And again, I just want to say thank you to you guys for listening, sharing, commenting, whatever you do. And I hope that we're all growing and learning together. All of this is a part of God's plan and his alignment and I'm just trusting his will and guidance. Okay, so let's get into it. Let's get into why my soul feels tired. So at this point in my life, um, my soul feels tired. And I think it's a little different from depression. It, It's not even a think. I know it's definitely different from depression. I'm not sad. I'm just a kind of tired that sleep can't fix. I'm a kind of tired that a quick nap can't fix. Um, I'm a kind of tired that, oh my God, just get some rest and eat some food. It can't fix. Like the tiredness, the weariness is in my soul. So my soul is tired. And um, I just want to point out that, again, it's not depression or anything because I'm in a lot better place than I was a year ago, but it's just, it's kind of hard to explain of how you can be so much better than you were a year ago, but I guess it's not hard. You can be a lot better than you were a year ago, but there's still so much work that needs to be done. I am very, very grateful that I'm not sad and like crying and all that stuff, but it's a different kind of feeling when your spirit and your soul is tired. And The crazy thing is, is that the days feel normal. Like the days feel normal. Again, I'm not sitting in my room like crying. I'm not randomly bursting out into tears or anything. I don't feel like a dark cloud. It's just pure exhaustion. That's what I feel. And it's like, as I go through the days, I'm like, well, what's next, Lord? Like, okay, what is next? Is this next? Am I moving in my next. And it's like, I know he hears me, but sometimes it doesn't feel like I'm moving per se, even though in a sense, I know that I am because clearly there are so many moving pieces around me. But from my perspective and what my sight can see, sometimes it feels like I'm in the same place while at the same time, clearly knowing that I'm not. It's just like, fighting your mind of like literally walking by faith and literally not depending on what you see with the human eye. Because if we focus on what we see with the human eye, you will literally feel like you're not moving at all. And I think that's what I struggle with sometimes. And I think that plays a role into why my soul feels tired. And sometimes I just feel such a disconnect from everybody in my life um, that are close 
an age to me because I look at other people's lives who are my age and I just feel like they are thriving, even if they aren't thriving. It's like, I can see them moving. I can see them elevating. I can see them doing different things, but I know that they could be feeling like I'm not doing enough or this isn't even where I want to be at this age and blase, blase, but it's like, I can see it. But again, I'm a person looking from the outside and there could be people looking at me like, girl, you're doing great. Or girl, like just, just keep going. And I know that, but it's just, um, I don't know. It's like a, it's like a mind fuck in a sense, right? It's like, if I only go by what I can see with my human eye, it will always feel like it's not enough. And I have struggled with comparing where I am to where others are, not just not just the people that I know personally in my life that's close to this age, but just what society will quote unquote say, like, this is where you should be in your 20s and da-da-da-da-da. We have a whole episode called Feeling Behind in Your 20s. If you haven't heard it, go back and listen and check it out. But you know, and I talked about how sometimes we put this expectation, we put these expectations on ourselves and we try to um, say we should be here or society puts these things or parents and stuff and family put these pressures on you and you, you start to feel like, am I doing enough? You start to question where you are when deep down in our core, we know that exactly where we are is where we are supposed to be. So I have to work hard. And it's not just like comparing my life to others. It's literally comparing myself to where I am in general. Like I have to know that where God has me is where I am supposed to be. And the funny thing is, is that at this point in my life, I've gotten a green light to go and move in certain different aspects. And the irony is, is this is the absolutely complete worst time. Oh gosh, hold on. All right. And we're back guys. Sorry. That was the heat coming on. And sometimes I feel like recording this podcast is like shooting live TV. So just flow with me and go along with the adjustments as just like I got to. So... (laughs) Back to my point of the irony of having a green light to finally be able to maneuver and do certain things in the worst possible time to do them um, is just crazy because it's, it's, it's really crazy. It's like to finally have the opportunity when it's literally not even a good time anymore, it I don't know. I really don't honestly know how it makes me feel. I don't know if it makes me angry. I don't know if it makes me just question God sometimes, question my life. But that's why I always stress how important it is to recenter yourself, quiet yourself, and get in his presence because life is going to consistently shift and change. People around you are going to consistently shift and change. And he is the only constant thing. And he is the only thing that is true to his word. And he is the only thing that will answer you in a loving way and a non-judgmental, non-biased kind of way. And I've talked to him about maneuvering in different areas and certain ways in my life. And he has told me to stay. And I have, we've had a couple of conversations about, are you sure, God? (laughs) I'm literally sat down and asked God, are you sure? I mean, I know you say, you know, the plans that you have for me, but did you forget? did you make a mistake like he really could? And it's like deep down, I know that he, he didn't and he wouldn't and he can't, but it's like, wow, like 
God, there's a reason you are sovereign and I am not because your ways are not my ways and I cannot see from beginning in the end. And to be presented that opportunity in the most inopportune time, it did kind of like annoy the shit out of me a little bit. I'm like, it doesn't even matter at this point. It's like, don't even give me the opportunity because it, it, it literally does not even matter. And besides that, the most important thing that I think is really making my soul tired is the opinions of others. I cannot stress to my BK family that I am beyond sick of everybody talking shit. I'm going to say that one more time. I am beyond sick, and I mean sick, sick, of everybody talking shit. I'm so sick of people trying to downplay what I do in my life, the way God has me serving, but I can't give in to the opinions of others because, I mean, they're not me and I'm not them and people are going to talk anyways. That's something, oh my God, that's something I've known for a long time. And when I was younger, I've never really struggled with really caring about what other people think. Like when it comes to the way that I dress or whatever, I do it. Like if I want to be dressed a certain way, I do it. Like, hello, either you like it or you don't. And if you don't like it, mind your business. Let me do me. I let you do you. When it comes to who I want to allow in my life and who I don't want to, I tend not to care because it's going to be my life and I'm going to have to deal with the people. And if it's somebody I don't want to deal with, it's for a reason. It is for a reason. So for, I think the most annoying thing is not just that people are talking shit, but it's the downplaying of what I do, minimizing what I do as if it's not an extremely vital role. Like I'm not a a big part of why things are able to still flow the way that they flow so seamlessly and effortlessly as much as they possibly can, it makes my blood boil. It's like, it, it just feels so disrespectful to me. And again, that could just be me. That could be me in that moment taking it personally, which is, it's bad. Cause I mean, people are going to have their opinions anyways. And I really just got to be like, fuck it. Fuck it. I can't listen to them. I can't listen to their opinions and I can't let it get to me because I know what I'm doing. And the most important person who knows what I'm doing is God. And he's the one telling me to stay and serve in this way. And I have to listen to him because I can go out and I can do different things and I could be disobedient and I can get certain things, but anything that we get outside of God's will, we have to maintain on our own. And I'm sorry, I'd rather have a little help maintaining it. That's just me personally. That's just me. I'm also sick and tired of the wishy-washiness of people. Like one minute people get it, the next minute they don't. Then they're questioning my motives and intentions. And it just, this situation has clearly taught me that number one, people are going to talk anyways. Number two, people are always going to have their own opinions, whether you're doing good or bad. And I mean, because it's all about perception on what people perceive are are good and what is good and and what is bad. So people are going to talk. And whether you're doing good or bad, people are still just going to have their own opinions. And they're just going to be wishy-washy. Like sometimes 
even the people you least expect it from, like one minute they may be on your team, the next minute they may be questioning you and you have to go back to God being your solid foundation because if he told you to do something and he told you to do it a certain way or he told you to maneuver or he told you to let go of this person, let go of this thing, take this path. It is for a reason and you have to, have to, have to silence out the voices of others. Otherwise, it will drive you crazy because you'll hear your opinions, then you'll hear 50 million unwarranted opinions, and then you'll be drowned in the voices, especially human voices at that, and you won't even be able to hear the one voice that matters, which is God. And so I say all that to say that my soul is definitely tired my soul is tired, you know, like I'm really looking at God, like, I know you're telling me to do this and I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to be obedient, but, um, there's a price that we pay for obedience. The reward is greater in the end. The reward is better. And I don't mean when we get to heaven, of course, that's the best, but God will bless us and reward us for being obedient way, way long before that. I don't want to, I don't want you guys to think like, oh my God, I've done all these things and I know that there's suffering that comes with it and blah, blah, blah. But my great reward, it doesn't happen until heaven. You get that. That is the top reward that you can possibly get. But he blesses us in the meantime. And can I just stop and say thank you, God, for the blessings that you give us in the meantime, whether we deserve them or not. And technically, we really don't deserve them anyways. You bless us in spite of what we do, how we act, how we view you in times of confusion, uh, in times of lack of understanding, in times of lack of sight, you know, because we can only see what our human eyes allow us to see. And the point is, guys, no matter how tired your soul is, please keep going. And I'm saying that to myself too. Self, girl, no matter how tired your soul is right now, keep going keep going. And I I mean, I will, but let's just be honest. It's annoying. It's draining and it can be extremely frustrating at times. And another thing that I have to remember is the people that are talking shit probably wouldn't have the balls to stay and carry out the assignment like I am. And despite the shit talking, the downplaying, and despite everybody like just being in my ear and other people's ears, it doesn't matter because the one opinion that matters is God. And that's something that has to stay at the forefront of my mind. And one of the ways that we learn in a couple of episodes back is to consistently stay in God's presence is to stay at the feet of Jesus. It's a reason. It's a necessity because human beings we're, human beings were human. We make mistakes. We have flawed views at times. We're wishy-washy. We um, sometimes can be easily persuaded by the opinions of others. Like, I mean, hello, it happens. He is the only constant thing. And that's why it's important that we stay in his presence. So as there are multiple moving variables in life, whether it's different things financially or just moving or literally people and things changing around you, God is consistent and God will be there. And it's more important to know who you are because the world will always try to tell you who you are, you know, and in order to know who we are, it's important to spend time in the presence 
of God. And I learned that lesson from my best friend a long time ago because I myself have had instances where I've tried to tell my best friend, this is who you are, this is what you do. And I truly respect the fact and love the fact that they so boldly remind me of, nah, that may be how you see it, but I'm not going to let you put that on me. And I respect that so much. And I try to live that out because it's also like, I think big Aquarius energy. I'm an Aquarius guy. So I think it's big Aquarius energy to just be like, because we're all, we already think different. We already view the world different. And a lot of times we have like a very eccentric personality or way of looking at things. And a lot of times people just don't understand because a lot of the things that we do go against the societal norm. And, you know, that's a very important lesson to just know who you are. Because the world is going to consistently try to tell you, you are this, you are that, you are not this, you are not that, you're not qualified for this, you shouldn't do that, blah, 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 blah. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. I can do all things through Christ. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? I can do all things. And whatever he tells me that my path is and what I need to be doing, it doesn't matter what Sally Mae or Jimmy Jim say. It can and it will be done. So it's important to always know yourself and it's important to learn how to silence the voices of others. Otherwise, you will be drowned in opinions that do not matter. And sometimes the opinions of yourself will be tainted because you're listening to the voices of others that don't have the full perspective. We ourselves barely have the full picture and they have even less than that making opinions about a decision or a choice that you make or a season of your life that you're in or the way that God has you serving because maybe they think it doesn't look right and it doesn't fit societal standards. Who gives a fuck? Serve anyway. Easier said than done. It's so much easier said than done because a lot of times I want to quit. I want to give up, but I will not. I will keep going and I will be obedient. And I thank God for the blessings in the meantime. So I know that I'm not the only one who's had the experience of their soul being tired. And I know that this probably won't be the only point in my life where my soul feels tired. But if I can just give any tips or any helpful advice on how to deal with our souls being tired, I just want to give a few. And I hope that they help and I'm going to put them in practice. And um, I, if I remember, I'm going to update you guys on my journey and just uh, let you guys know if my soul is still tired and whenever it isn't anymore, because this feeling won't last forever because I serve a God that would never allow me to feel weary on my life, will never allow my soul to feel tired on my life, Okay. I have to detach my things from the things that make me unevenly yoked and I have to get yoked with God because he will make my load feel light and he'll carry me in the times where I can't even walk anymore. So I thank him for that. But some of the things that may possibly help are to just follow God's plan. Like he knows the plans that he has for us and they are designed to prosper us, not hurt us. So Just follow his plan and just fuck what everybody else says or think, guys. Literally, fuck them. Fuck them, fuck them, fuck them. 
excuse me if you don't like cursing, but seriously, that's how I feel. Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck what everybody else thinks or says because they're going to talk anyways. And when we do commit to God's plan, the answer must fully be yes. Fully BS. If we have to do it, it won't have the same outcome and effect that God intended for it to have. So we have to fully say yes, no matter what it entails, because God will make all things, good and bad, work out for our good. Another point that I learned that I heard was if the attacks are strong, whether it's physically, spiritually, emotionally, verbally, financially, deep inside your soul, you're doing something right because the devil doesn't waste time on people that don't matter. If you really sit down and think about it, why would he waste his energy, his demon army, all of it? Why would he waste time on people that don't care, you know, that aren't doing the things that he's putting in effort to stop? That would be stupid on his part. And the devil is a lot of things, but he's not stupid. Okay. So if you're having these attacks, nine times out of 10, you're about to level up. <laughs> so get excited get excited and shout for joy about that. And if you're having these attacks, you're doing something right. And I know that may not give you as much peace and make you feel as happy. And it's like, yeah, I'm doing something right, but it doesn't feel good. Just know that you're doing something right. And that is what matters in the end. And it's so easier said than done to not be easily persuaded by the opinions of others because sometimes their voices can get louder than yours and if and their voices can definitely be louder than God's but try not to let the opinions of others persuade the way you think because they're wishy-washy human beings are some of the most wishy-washy things on this earth one minute people think this people get in their ear they start to question this then that they are wishy-washy okay Go to a solid foundation, with it, which is Jesus Christ. And basically, like I said, the world and people are so flaky. And I have honestly seen that more in the last two years than I ever have in my life. And it's not that humans haven't always been flaky and moody and ever-changing. It's just that in this time period, I need solid people around me more now than ever, you know? Because when I was depressed, I needed people really in my corner. When my soul is tired at this moment, I need solid people in my corner. When I'm trying to step out on faith and do the things that God's called me to do, I don't need people doubting me and questioning my abilities. I need people in my corner who are rooting for me to keep going, who are like, listen to God, trust his word, and who give me encouragement in the times where I feel like I can't encourage myself. We all need solid people at all times in our lives because there will always be good times and bad times. I stress that so much consistently, guys, because it is true. We all have good times and bad times. And the people you are surrounded by will either make it worse or help it help you make it better, help you see it from a different perspective. Or even if y'all both think, well, yeah, this is a shitty time for you, but don't worry, I'm here. I got you. In whichever way I can love you and be your support, I got you, okay? We all, every single one of us in life, we need that. And the support that we give each other may not always look the same, but is a freaking necessity in order to survive this thing 
we call life. It's a necessity. There's a reason God didn't want us alone. And remember, just don't take the opinions of others personally, because a lot of times the opinions that people give, it's just like, they're irrelevant. Even if they come from relevant people in your life, at the end of the day, like I always say, we're all giving opinions from our perspective, our biases, the things we've gone through in life, and just from our perception. And again, it's only so much that we as humans understand. We are not sovereign. We do not see beginning and the end of time. We do not see what's coming next around the corner. We do not see deep inside another person's heart and soul and understand why they feel the way they feel and why they operate completely. We only know to the best of our abilities of understanding and to the best of their abilities of even explaining it. So try not to take it personally, right? Because most of the things that bother us are stuff that triggers us and things that we've experienced that we may view as bad, but what triggers one person may not necessarily trigger the next, but it's still always good to be cautious when you give advice and cautious because what is no big deal to you can be a hella big deal to the next person. And we shouldn't minimize anything that is, a trigger or anything that bothers the next person because we would want that same grace and empathy for things that bother us that they may think is no big deal. The most important thing is to be in the presence of God so you can know whose opinion really matters, okay? Consistently be in his presence more than once a day if you have the time to do it. And if you don't have the time, I would suggest it's just a suggestion, not a requirement. It's a suggestion. Try to make time to be with him more than once. Try to make sure you have him in your mindset to know and remind yourself that he is present in every single stage and every single moment in our lives. All right. And it's really important to protect your peace and mind and heart from the opinions of others because sometimes. It's just, it's more detrimental than it is helpful. And on Easter weekend, Pastor Darius Daniels, one of my top two pastors, love him, love him, love him. Please check him out, guys. Pastor Darius Daniels from Change Church. He preached a hella good sermon. And when I mean hella good sermon, I mean hella good sermon about detours and life and how they are important and really vital for our journey in life. And how we look at detours determines how, if it's a stage or a state in life, how we view detours in life determines if it is a stage or becomes a state of life. And he had so many more amazing Amazing, amazing, dope gems in there. So I'll leave the link in the description to check it out. Of course, I'm not forcing you guys to do it, but um, for all the people that do want to check it out, I highly, highly recommend the way he breaks it down. I could never even put the same amount of just anointing and energy that he did on it, but it's a very, very um, important sermon, and I just think it'll help with different perspectives and when your soul feels tired in this instance, you know? So um, I'll leave that link in the description below. And last but most definitely not least, just we all have to remember that there are major shifts 
in life. And I have recently, not even just recently, I if I could make a book off the last two years alone of my life, I really feel like it could be a New York Times bestseller. I'm not even kidding. But when you sit down and you really think about the shit that humans go through anyways on a daily basis, I feel like a lot of us could just sit down, write certain stuff that happens in our life. Even if it's not big and dramatic, we could sit down and we could all just be top selling authors because there's always someone in the world, whether it's close or far away, that can relate to us in some kind of way, which is why it's important for us to have these conversations. And it's it's important for us to approach these different things and topics with an open mindset, being non-judgmental and having empathy, you know? But even with all the shifts that um, have been happening, especially over the last two years, and the shifts have amped up more recently, Guys, I'm literally getting chills as I tell you guys this. God has been alive and well. Let me say that again. Through all the bullshit and the different changes and the constant change happening around me, God has been alive and well. He's had the opportunity to show up and show out more freely now than he has in a long time, not just in my life and others' lives, but I've really seen the blessing and allowing God to freely move. I've really seen the blessing and allowing God to show his power. He loves to bless his kids. He loves to protect his kids. He loves to be there for us and support us. And there are no strings attached. Like, you know how sometimes we as humans... The first thing will be like, remember what I did for you, or I'll only do this because of God is like, I'm doing it in spite of, and it gives him joy to be able to care to our needs and give us the things that we want, need, and desire. And, and not just give it, but give it in abundance. The way God has been leading and just directing and blessing us in spite of with overflow on top or overflow and overflow. And overflow doesn't always mean finances. It can mean joy. It can just mean peace. It can just mean literally shifting your perspective from not looking at a situation as gloomy and as negative, but just being like, thank you, God. Like I can see clearly now the rain is gone. I just want to say, that even with my soul being tired at the moment that I'm recording this, and even with all the shift changes that's happening, I have joy. And I have joy because I have been seeing God move. And I have joy because I know that this soul tired feeling, it's not lasting forever, guys. It is not lasting forever. So I want to say that to somebody else who may be struggling with their soul being tired and they're ready to give up. Please don't give up. Please don't give up. Keep going. Keep going, guys, because this too shall pass. And if you're going through a detour and life is a necessity, please don't let it be a stage let it, please let it be a stage in your life. Don't let it become a state of your life. And all of us, let's just give God the ability to freely move and freely guide us. And a lot of the things that we complain about, they will, the burdens will be lifted because that's what he does. 
the burdens will be lifted and we won't feel the pressure to carry everything that we've been trying to carry on our own. We're not supposed to do it anyways, but I know it's innate in us to try to do it. We're not supposed to do it, guys. He will carry our burdens and make our yoke light. So let's give him the ability and the opportunity to do it. And I just want to say publicly, God, thank you. Thank you for showing up and showing out. Thank you for loving me the way that you do. Thank you for blessing not only me, but the other people around me. You have been operating an overflow. You have been a good, good, good father in spite of everything, God. You have been a constant and you have been a good constant in my life and in the lives of others. And I want to say thank you. All right, guys, that's all the time that we have today on Blank Canvas. As always, I want to thank you guys for taking the time to listen to me and for sharing. And hopefully in this episode, I said some things that can help you. If your soul is feeling tired and weary, please keep going. If you are depressed, if you are anxious, please keep going. The most important thing we can do is be in God's presence, sit at the feet of Jesus and allow God to be God. When we allow him to do his thing and be him, a lot of the burdens and the heaviness that we feel and we carry, he will take that from us. He will lift us and lift the burdens off of us and he will just move in a way that he he can't move when we're moving for him and I just want to end with Galatians 6 9 and let us not grow weary of doing good for in due season we will reap a harvest if we do not give up all right guys that's all the time we have today I can't wait to see what we talk about next time bye